Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soon as my feet touch the floor today, one mission. Welcome today. I'm David Skidmore, and this is episode nine of Leader Growth with David Skidmore. This podcast is committed to helping you overcome challenges and experience transformation. I know leadership can often feel difficult, complex, and overwhelming. At Leader Growth, we are committed to helping people and organizations overcome challenges and experience transformation. If you'd like to download the show notes to follow along with today's episode, you can find them at leadergrowth.us forward slash podcast. A lot of leaders often feel the challenge of motivating their teams. They wish their people would care more. They aren't sure if they should push harder or pull more. More encouragement or more challenges? What if the answer is more simple than that? What if it is getting back to the very human aspect of your business. That's why I'm excited for you to hear this conversation with branding expert Matt Stansberry, the CEO of Nominee, as we talk about the power of a purposeful brand. Matt is a purpose-led leader committed to creative excellence. Since founding Nominee in 2010, he's been the driving force behind building the agency into a national-level boutique branding agency. He is passionate about building community, social good, and utilizing his gifts and resources in branding, creative marketing, music, and entertainment to support people making a difference. In 2021, he led Nominee in launching Impact, a social good branding grant to support nonprofits addressing social justice and sustainable living. Currently, Matt serves on the board of the Oklahoma City Black Chamber of Commerce. This is a rich conversation full of leadership gold. You're going to get a lot out of this conversation, so go ahead, get your leader growth notes, and lean in as we talk about the power of a purposeful brand. But first, our friend, JB. All right. Well, Matt, it's great to have you here today on the Leader Growth Podcast. Thanks for even letting us uh, sit down and record in your studio. Yeah, happy to do it. This is fun. Yeah. All right. So today we're going to be talking about uh, purposeful brands. You know, there are a lot of different perspectives on what a brand is. And Mm -hmm. so how would you describe, how would you define what a brand is? Yeah. So it's something I get asked about a lot. And over the years, it's been, you know, different, different definitions. So the one that I'm liking most recently is, is one from the branding journal. And I'm just, I'll just read it. Cause I really, really like this. Mm. It says branding is the process of giving meaning to a specific organization, product, service, or person by creating and shaping the brand in people's minds. So branding is a strategy designed to help people quickly identify and experience their brand and give them a reason to choose them over the competition but like by clarifying what this particular brand is and and is not so it essentially what a what a brand does is it tells you what something is as opposed to this could be anything it's bringing clarity to what something is. Yep, clarity meaning and helps you from a differentiation standpoint as well. Um and it's an intangible asset. So that's why I think there's so many definitions of it. Yeah. You know, as you think about so many things that you can say, okay, real estate or things that I can grab a hold of and brand really is this intangible psychological kind of thing. Brand is, is really powerful. In fact, when, um, your team helped brand, uh, did, did the entire branding for unstuck and then 
On the other side, I did a personal branding with them. And it was interesting because they unlocked inside of me what I could not articulate before. And on the other side, I felt incredible confidence. I felt a lot of clarity. Right. And it started drawing people towards what I was doing. Yep. Absolutely. It gets, it helps people, you know, it's kind of like the, I always use, uh, not always, but sometimes I use the analogy of like how you, how you filter through movies you like or music that you like, there's genres and we just have buckets and, and file folders in our minds or whatever that we want to, we want to compartmentalize things. So we know where it lives in our mind and we go reference that file or that folder. And that's why when we don't have a good clear brand, people don't know where to put you and they may not know how to refer work to you or to, tell people what you do and there's brand confusion. So we just, I think as humans, we like to know what things are, why they exist, where they fit, yes, how I can engage with them, all those things. Okay. Which leads us to a really interesting quote that you and I recently disagreed on. Uh, I walked oh. in, <laughs> saying, <laughs> yeah, I, I walked in saying, this is what a brand is and you push back. So I'll, I'll read it again. And then uh, I will, You've persuaded me otherwise, but I want us to to talk about that today. So Mm -hmm. the saying is, your brand isn't what you say about yourself. It's what others say about you. Yeah. Do you still disagree? So in part. So I'll clarify. And I think there's a similar one from uh, Jeff Bezos um, from Amazon. It's, it's, It's basically like his, I think, definition is your brand is what people are saying when you're not in the room. Something to that effect. I've probably misquoted it a little bit, but that's the yeah. general idea of when you're not in the room, basically saying the same thing. It's what it's basically you're you're delegating what your brand is to what other people's opinions mm-hmm. are of it, right? I do think where there is some truth to that is that probably is authentically what your brand is. What I don't love about that statement, it just feels to me like it sends the wrong si- signal to, to that you don't have control over shaping the narrative and how people perceive it. It's just sort of like, oh, this is what it is, what people think of us. So let's go back over here and just do what we do. Where branding is a very powerful tool and you can change that narrative and you can help mm. shape, this is who we truly are. This is what we're about. Oh, that's what it is and help people re-educate and relearn. So that's the part that I don't love about that statement. It feels it feels like on some level, if it's read wrong, um, it could be a little bit of a cop-out, yeah. I think. And so that's just that's the negative side of that statement. So it's not entirely an inaccurate statement. I think there's a lot of truth to it. Um, but I do feel like how it's typically how I see it being used. Yeah. Oh, which for what other people think anyway. And I, just from the, the experience of doing this for so many years, it's just, it is a powerful tool and you can, again, change the the true meaning of your organization through it. You can track people in different ways. It's just a very powerful tool um, to really lean into brand and to shape it. I like what you said there. Cause I, I agree in that when we give our, when we make our brand about what others say about us, we're abdicating the responsibility. We don't abdicate our budgets, right? We, we, we don't want to abdicate our values or our culture. And so going from the very foundation of, you know, who are you and how, how does this play out? Uh, we're getting a little bit deeper into that identity and we don't want to give away our identity for someone else to tell us who we are. Totally. And it's, and you don't really shape your brand entirely by, 
by focus groups hmm. um, and that kind of thing. There's a yes. very powerful tool within within focus groups, but it's like you there's certain pieces of branding you just don't really outsource. It's like outsourcing your identity as a human. And right. I think brands are so human, they're so personal. And so for me to outsource my brand and just be like, oh, it's for you guys. Tell me what I'm all about. Tell me what I should wear. What yeah. should I look? What should I think about? You know, and that's not really how branding works. Branding is is the self identity piece where I go. This is who I am. This is who we are as an organization. This is what we believe. These are our non-negotiables, you know, those kind of, that kind of mentality. And so a lot of branding is really comes from within, not from what, not from external. You know, when you talk about the identity piece and how a brand is, is very human, tell us more about that. Yeah, it's really, it's so, it's really personal. This is, this is a, like a simple example, but they did a study on, founders and CEOs. And if you show them an image of their logo, um, they have the same response as if you show them a picture of like literally their child, they have a same, a similar emotional response. You know, the brain activity is very similar. Mm. Um, so that's how we feel about our brands as an extension of us. It's personal as if it is, um, you know, cause you'll hear that too, is like, take the, you know, don't make it personal and all that, but it is, it's personal. It doesn't mean you have to take things personally, Mm-hmm. you know, but it is a personal extension. Um, and it's things that I think from a founder and an owner level of organizations, it, it is an extension of their identity and they feel connected to it as if it's a child of sorts. They help birth this idea and bring it into the world. So with the idea of a brand being purposeful and a brand having a strong identity, being human is very purposeful to lead it to right that level. Uh, you know, purpose often means uh, the reason for something being done or something existing. Yeah. Uh, when you talk about a brand being purposeful, how does a brand become purposeful? Yeah, some some innately are right. So mm-hmm. it's it's extremely clear in certain uh, sectors too. Like if you get into the nonprofit space purpose is just so high and evident just based on what they're mm-hmm. even what they're doing. What's interesting though is when you start going over to the other side and you say okay, this is not innately just necessarily purposeful, right? This is a transactional commodity of a product of sorts, right? This can be uh whatever. I'll let you guys as you're listening just fill in the blank of what you think that could be as an industry and so everybody can think of their own. Um but then it's like, okay, well, what's the bigger, re- what's our bigger why? And it's very, you know, Simon Sinek mm-hmm. kind of in that, in that regard of, of why do you do this? Um, why do you wake up every morning? Why does it matter to the world? Mm-hmm. And I think there are certain products again and services that innately are very purposeful, but I just challenge businesses a lot these days of like, okay, when you're more successful, what does that do? Does that put mm-hmm. more, more back into the, into the community? Does that help those less fortunate? Does it, whatever that is that you, that you care about. Um, And I think, I think it is, and I'm not downplaying the need for uh, profitability or to, to serve your employees and make sure they get paid what they need. There's a lot of, there's a lot of purpose just within that. That's very admirable. Um, But I just challenge, uh, you know, from a branding perspective, we do a lot of challenging uh, our clients on what else could they be doing What's their bigger purpose? Again, if this is successful, who else wins in the world? Is the world mm. a better place? Did you get richer or did other people get richer? And I don't mean wow. necessarily financially. Yeah. So when, when we look at a purposeful brand, you know, sometimes our, our brains can automatically be drawn towards the places and the things that aren't purposeful. 
but you've worked with enough brands that you've seen the power of what happens when a brand becomes purposeful. Yeah. So what, what does, what is unlocked when a brand becomes purposeful? Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to mention one thing, then I'll get back to that. Cause I just yeah. think it's, I think it's important to kind of say, say this one piece just as kind of, why is this becoming more and more important? I think just over the history of, of time, you know, I think where people put their trust, I think it used to be, I think social media and different things where the world's were in a very transparent culture. Mm-hmm. I think it was at one point where it was like, if the government said, this is what we're doing. Everybody's like, I trust the government. Yeah. And then there's other groups over time. You start seeing that the trust breakdown of politics and, and all those things. And so I think right now we're in a state of the world where people are looking to businesses. They're looking to these big CEOs and it trickles down to the local level. We're mm-hmm. looking to businesses that care about us to do something about the world that we're in, to help with some of these social good and sustainability issues. I mean, we're looking for businesses to solve, uh, to help solve and be a solution for things, you know, um, yeah, around sustainability and, mm-hmm. and how we farm and how we grow our food and how we take care of the environment and those things, not yeah. just the governmental level. So that's where I see the need for a purpose, you know, cause the world's looking at us as, as, mm-hmm. as business owners to help, yeah. you know, help with this in ways that that hasn't historically been the case. Um, business wasn't the place you would try to solve these problems. So just wanted to kind of clarify that before I go into it. Um, but in terms of seeing how businesses, just when they get this purpose, it does a couple things. And some of them, which is kind of, which is kind of awesome too. You get really rewarded for it too. And I don't think that's why you do it, hmm. but it's really cool to see these companies and these uh, individuals uh, get bigger returns, attract employees that they couldn't attract to before. Because I just think we also live in a culture right now is, you know, people wonder, go like, why do people not want to come to work, work for me? It's like, well, it, it, and to me, it's almost in some ways, it's kind of like, obviously you're like, they want to check the bo- old school boxes of like, mm-hmm. okay, we have, we have these amenities, we have these benefits, we have this office environment, we have these different things. And you just kind of go on the checklist. We pay well, all these different things. And it's like, okay, but what are they really signing up for that they're going to spend their time? Yeah. Because time has become more and more precious to people. If I'm going to go and spend that time with these people, what are we going to do together? What are we going to achieve? What And so part of that is values. What do we believe together? But a lot of it comes down to purpose. Why we? Why am I going to get up every morning and work on this? What's it going to do for other people? Yeah. Um, what's it going to do for the world? Is it going to make the world a better place? Or are we just business as usual? And I think that really matters more than ever before. And I love the trend and the trajectory. And I give a lot of credit to younger generations. You know, I'm, I'm, I claim Gen X because I'm kind of right there at the cusp. Um, but I think the millennial generation has really challenged the world to, to care more. Yeah. And it feels like the Gen Z generation is challenging even more. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's fantastic. So within your own organization, you all are very purposeful. Try to be. Yeah. Yeah. What, what have you experienced personally as far as your own business uh, and, and the more purposeful you have become, how that's uh, connected and engaged people? Yeah. Um, well, a couple of things. It's, it's, it's liberated some team members because they also mm. have a voice to speak up more. So, and this has happened recently. Like we, we talk a lot around the social good aspect mm-hmm. from a community perspective. And part of that is uh, maybe some things you would expect within maybe the homeless community or with minority groups and things like that. 
But there's also things we talk about is like we do care about the environment and how do we as a little, you know, just a little agency, how do we talk about that and what what can we even do? And I feel like there's been easier to kind of activate um, more the social good directly connected to people and humans. But with the environmental piece, we've been challenged internally as a team, but we've created that we've created that place for the team to feel safe to say, you know what I really care about? I really care about sustainability. And so internal discussions are like, okay, great. If you care about that, you might, you actually probably know more about it and care more about it than I do as a CEO. Will you help educate me and bring ideas to the table? Because you're evidently seeing things I, I don't and in a way that you don't. So it's really exciting to see that the team is like grabbing hold of ideas and saying, hey, you've opened this door and you give me a safe place. Like, I don't only, I don't only like my job here and I really do. I, I like what I do, but I also feel empowered to be doing more good and to challenge the company mm-hmm. to the next level. And I think a lot of times historically, myself included, I think as a business owner, we've, you know, I've, and I'll speak for me. I want to say we, I've been nervous about those conversations in the past. Oh, they're going to challenge me. I don't know enough about that. I'm going to look silly or dumb or ignorant yeah. and I don't know how to help. And so I made a steer away from that topic. And what I'm finding is you don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to know everything. You just got to create the environment to where you let, you know, and allow and, and actually not even just let and allow, encourage the team to speak up and say, raise their hand, say, I think we could do this better. And if we do this better, these things happen. These people benefit. And more of the people that care about these things also will want to be here too. And those are the people we want to be around. When we think about, you know, showing up and working hard, hopefully every day, just because I have a job and a part of a company, like I'm showing up and it's going to engage my mind. What it feels like though, is that purpose often does the other part and it engages, it, it engages someone's heart. Oh, I love it. You said it. Yeah, that's beautiful. So as leaders, if we're guiding people to walk with both their head and their heart engaged in this process, you know, it leads into a greater power. And so when you've worked with, with different organizations, which what, what's so fun about what you guys do at nominee is you're bringing out and you're clarifying for organizations, for people, for leaders, and you're helping them um, clarify into that deep identity uh, and being known for who they are and what they're for. So when they step into purpose, what are you seeing um, that that unlocks for them? Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, I think, you know, cause it is, it is interesting. Like you kind of hit on this. It is the head and the heart. And there's also this authentic, authentic piece, right? Yeah. It can't be forced. It can't be phony. We're not trying to create these, this form. You know, hey, you know, what would be great is if you had this purpose, like, again, it's that inward looking. And so we're trying to ask questions and listen, but what happens is you just see people, I think it goes back to that same thing I've seen on my team. It's this sense of liberation mm. and they go deeper into what they do. They, they, uh, um, and I think clarity is a big piece. You know, we hit on that just so crystal clear on, on the things that they want to dig deeper into, but also the things they don't. And I think, you know, we hit on that in the opening definition of, you know, what branding is hits on what is and what is not. I think that mm-hmm. is not sometimes it's just as important. So if you all of a sudden clarify and say, no, this is really why we exist. And you get really clear on that. And this is the good we want to leave here in the world and do right now. Um, you can also quickly say this doesn't align with that. Yeah. And it forces some, some, and so to kind of set, to kind of keep going on this line is I've seen organizations start cutting some stuff out and, 
and this is not great. People don't want to always hear this, but in some cases, even some people leave the organization because there's things that you haven't art completely articulated that maybe bubble under the surface and they kind of knew, but it's powerful when you say them. You can kind of feel them. They can kind of be the way things are. But when you say, no, 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 these are, this is the way things are. Yeah. It really sets in and you see people go, oh, I don't know if I signed up for that or not. Which is incredibly and liberating. And I think that's powerful. Yeah. You know, and so in a way, you know, it's, not, it's not this whole like, let's clean house with purpose. That's not at all. You hope that that doesn't do that. But what it does is it challenges people to say, oh, in my head, I liked being here, but in my heart. I don't align with this. It's not where my heart mm-hmm. is. So you, but then the, on the opposite side of that, you more strongly attract the people that go, that is where my heart is. That's why I want to get up in the morning and do what I do. Um, so there's just so much to it and so many layers and I could keep going, but I've, we just, we've experienced a lot of that of just uh, able to really embrace and be proud of who you are. Um, and it's just, it's exciting. I, it's exciting inside our walls and in, inside our, um, digital walls as well. Cause we, yeah. we work partly, you know, in person, partly remote. And um, we have, you know, we have team members outside of Oklahoma, but, um, but yeah, it's just, it's empowering to see it up close with our team. And a lot of what we do, it's like, I always think if we're going to ask our client to do this, or is it things we've done too? Have we challenged ourselves? And so mm. that's always really important to me is, you know, I think, I think by nature, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like one of those things you can only help people as much as you've helped yourself, or you only have, you can't yeah. give what you don't have. And so we're really big about that. We're trying to, we work really hard to try to create an environment to where what we're helping give clients is from our overflow. So we have to, we do have mm. to take care of ourselves so that we can be, uh, inspire and challenge and challenge our clients. Yeah. It makes me think about, um, when I was working on personal brand with, with your team, I was at a point where for, for years I've been speaking at different events, doing different things, but I kind of viewed myself simply as a person who was an encourager, who carried hope Mm. and inspired people. So when they came back and they said, we think that this is who you are. And they said, what you do is you help people live transformed. I said, that's not what I do. Mm. What I do is I inspire hope. And they said, well, this is the other side of it is that when you inspire hope, these are the outcomes attached to it. And they started walking me back through all of the language I was speaking. And what I found so fascinating, Matt, was that they could get to things inside of me that I couldn't describe, but they were outcomes. And sure enough, everything that I do now is based on transformation. So leader growth is built on uh, helping people overcome challenges and experience transformation. And I found that people who want that are moving really quickly towards it. Totally. And people who don't want actual transformation, there's other great leadership stuff out there for you. But if you want to go through that process and experience it, that's what I want to do is get in get into people's lives in that kind of way. Get into organizations' lives in, in, in that kind of way. And so it's, you know, even from the daily purpose, not just the... Um, the purpose of what's happening on the outside, but the the purpose of what I wake up to do, they articulated it. And I'm like, yes, this is it. This is who I am. So, uh, still blown yeah. away by how they did that. Yeah. It's cool. The process, I mean, we, we kind of laugh about it, but the process is kind of like, if you try to do it yourself, it's kind of like doing brain surgery on yourself. It really you is. You could be an amazing brain surgeon, but you're not going to do it, be able to do it to yourself. Yes. And with that said, we, we take that on our own advice on that. And we bring in consultants on our brand 
and because people go, oh, you did, you do all your own stuff on your own brand. It's like to a point, we do some of it. Um, some of the really big mm-hmm. brand decisions we've made have been outside consultants that have helped guide us through because, you know, we we believe in the power of of it the way we do it. So we need to practice what we preach. You know. Yeah, that's you know? good. So, what prevents people from leading purposeful brands and from even stepping into a purposeful brand? Um, this this probably sounds cliche, but I. I haven't seen it not be the case. It probably on some level boils down to some level of fear. Like, mm. you know, the fear of if I do this, if or if I stand for this, or if I do these things, if I really, you know, really show who I really am, are people going to reject it or accept it? Wow. So I mean, that's where it gets really human, right? We all feel that way. Yes. There's a strong sense of rejection and acceptance in our culture. And you see that. So, um, it's really, and it can be challenging to navigate that. Um, and so I just, my, my thing is like, if you start thinking about it through that lens of fear and the, and the pieces tied to that, I'm not sure you could ever, ever get through that, you know, like myself included, I could, mm-hmm. I know I'm not strong enough, but if you put that to the side and make the decisions out of, out of love yeah. and you start looking at, well, what happens if I do these things and these good things come from that or what's what's the hope and all these other things that could come from it. What's the change? What's the transformation to your point? What are those things? What does that look like if we do these things and really live our purpose and be our most authentic selves and align our heart with our head and our actions and all those things align. Um, so I think that's, that's really kind of the trick to it is, and that's, again, that's easier said than done, you know, but I do think doing it through a lens of, of love is really the only way it can happen. When you think about, what you're seeing in the business world. I mean, we've had extreme disruption over the past couple of years. Right. Uh, and in, in that space, uh, there's, there's a lot of changing. There's a lot of changing for, for people in their, uh, in their careers. When you see, uh, the big picture, what's exciting you right now, as far as where you see things going? Yeah. Um, one thing, and I mentioned this earlier is just the, the transparency. I think that's even sped up even more. Um, I think that was already happening, but I think it's just, it's, it's sped up. And that's something that I think scares certain people. And at one point it probably made me a little uncomfortable, to be honest, like years ago, I think I've moved on past that now, but then you see the benefit of it. Like you look back at certain generations, like what people could sort of hide in the nineties or in the early two thousands. And that's just becoming less and less, you know, attainable to be able to just live a secret life. It's still possible there's people that do it, but it's becoming more and more challenging. And I just think that's a great spot to be in because you start really seeing like the power of brand. And I think that's why the rise of brand is so important because mm-hmm. brand is a truth seeker. It wants to know the truth. It wants to know where the heart's at because it's like our self identity. We don't want to be phony brands, you know? Oh, that's good. We have to be able to live them out. So that transparency, and I kind of hit on this that authenticity piece, which kind of ties into that. Those kind of trends just from just a human, you know, and in some ways, like, you know, I can be overly optimistic and I know there's tons of problems in the world. There's wars across the globe. There's one happening right now. There are, there are things that I undeniably are horrific and bad. And so I don't want to, to not acknowledge those. And, um, they are what they are. They're, they're, horrendous. Um, and there's a lot of things like that in people's lives and in organizations and everything. So I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. However, I do think 
I live life with a sense of hope um, and excitement around where some of these trends are going. Um, and I think I just I just want to see more people grab onto that and grab a hold of it and really live their most authentic self, but also uh, these businesses grab onto that and live these purposeful, authentic, meaningful, clarified, um, clarified lives and and how they do business. And so, anyway, I'm seeing a lot around transparency and authenticity. Um, and, and then again, the obvious thing about this talk is purpose. I'm yeah. seeing more and more um, organizations grab a hold of that idea and run with it in really powerful ways. And that just really, really encourages me. It gets me just super excited. I mean, I'm having, we're talking to different businesses, you know, on a daily basis. Some are clients and some are not. They may be interested in working with us and just hearing their stories and going like, oh yes, this is like, this is more and more what you're seeing as the norm. Um, and in those, in that sense, I'm some ways more excited than I've ever been about where mm. things are going or where they, and where they could go. Yeah. Um, and again, it's not everything and everybody. And I, I'm not acknowledging, I'm not saying that it's everything's perfect and right in the world because it's not, you know, we live in a broken world, but there are some really big game changers uh, out there doing really fantastic things right now. When a person, an organization, when they move into authentic, authenticity, clarity, understanding the power of their own story, who they are, and walking in that, what becomes possible for them? Um, I would just like anything, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of like what's not possible. And there's, you know, and so just to kind of give it some concrete language, I mean, there's, uh, you know, if somebody wants to do a little research on a company here, even locally, I can mention several, but I'll pick, pick on one. Uh, if, if anybody's familiar with 820, so Tony Capicelli started yeah. this company it's driven on values. It's driven on purpose. Um, they have programs right out of the gates. It was like, it wasn't going to be, yes, it checks a box of like, this is more sustainable. Cool. Our job's done. It's like, no, we're going to, you know, do these X, Y, and Z for our employees. We're going to give solar panels back to the community. We're going to mm. serve in the community service days. It just, all the things that, that they're doing as an organization is really living that out. And it's, a for-profit, right? It's a for-profit. Yeah. It has to make money. It has to have profit. Um, but I think there's models out there like that where you can see, oh, wow, they're living to their fullest purpose. And that is real exciting to see. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, you can kind of do anything, I think. Like, what can you not do? What are the limits on it when you're when you're in your lane, you know? So Matt, we've talked about some very specific ways that a brand can be purposeful, mm-hmm. uh, that, that we can start thinking purposefully uh, about what we do as leaders. Let's say somebody's totally sidetracked. Um, the past couple of years have been very difficult. Even, you know, I'm a little bit confused, not just on where my business is going, but also like where, where my life is going and who I am at this time. And I need to come back to a clear identity so that I can start walking things forward. You know, if somebody wants to live a purposeful life, if they want to lead a purposeful brand, like where, where do you start? Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I would say for uh, a believer and, and, uh, religious spiritual person I would I would recommend um, the soul searching process beginning with listening and prayer um, but just for anybody I still think it's kind of similar mm. you just you have to kind of look in and see what the next step is because it's really no canned answer right couldn't say like what you need to do David is you call nominee and then we come <laughs> in if it's a brand now if it's personal then you go to this therapist like I do think there's there's you know I would say look to 
people that know you and know about you um, and do a little bit of a self audit, you know, um, and you kind of know, like when you see people really living out a purpose and their businesses are on a personal level, you just know it and they know it. Hmm. You know what I mean? They're not searching. Like, what, am I doing the right thing? If you're having these feelings, like, is my life meaning what it needs to mean? Is our business, is it doing, is it mean what it needs to mean to the world? Is it doing what it needs to do? Is there a bigger purpose or is it just a means to an end? We all know that. So I think it starts there. It just starts with acknowledging where you're at. And if you're living at and working out a purpose, you just go like, all right, let's dig in. Let's do more. And if your answer is like, no, then I think it just starts there with like an acknowledgement of, okay, this needs some work and then start assessing who can help me. Cause you can't do it alone. Mm. We're built for community. We're built for others. We're built to bring people in to help us get to the next level. And so again, this is not a shout out or a plug for nominee at all, but that's where we come in, right? When, yeah. when a, uh, and it's not for everybody, but when certain brands get to a certain point and they go, we're either new and we need this thing or we, we're stuck here or whatever those things are. But I think find, find the people that know what they're doing that you trust and, and invite them into your world. They'll help you out. Wow. If we start with where we are and, and my friends, a lot of us are going so fast right now that we're not taking inventory on the moment. So like Matt just said, look at where you are and then from, from that place, drill down a little bit more and to who you are and is what you're doing. Is that a reflection of that? And then invite people in to the process to speak into it. People that, that you can trust, uh, who are committed to your highest good. So Matt, thank you very much for being part of the leader growth podcast. It's great to see you, man. Yeah. Thanks so much. That wraps up today's conversation with Matt Stansberry on the power of a purposeful brand. Matt is a purposeful leader. And as you learned today, a brilliant mind. As you take your leader growth step, remember to invite others in. When you hear the perspective of others about your brand, you will be able to create what you otherwise could not create. I would be so honored if you would share this podcast and the resources with your team, your friends, and family. Also, I would love it if you would rate it and review it. You can find me online at I'm David Skidmore. I look forward to seeing you here next week. Until then, love hard live full and lead strong never front like i'm balling i got moves to make better with success i got dues to pay all good things they come to those who wait yeah what i left behind from trying to be great ain't no secret to success if you ain't working if you ain't down to hustle then you don't deserve it if it came easy probably go fast because anything easy probably won't last hustle be talent when talent don't hustle i need strength